Hello and welcome back to Get Chatty with Danny and to episode number three. So on today's episode, I am joined by Beth, uh, an amazing girl that I've met via Instagram. And um, I'm so pleased that not only has she kindly agreed to come on today, but that she's my first guest. So um, I've been super excited to have have guests on here. And uh, back when I was planning this podcast, um, I wrote a list on, uh, on the notes app on my iPhone around everyone that I would hope or would love to have on this podcast and uh Beth's been on that list from from day one so to to have her on today um for me selfishly is uh is great to be honest with you so um it just makes it even more exciting for me personally um I'm gonna let Beth introduce herself in just a moment but before I do that I just kind of wanted to share with you why I wanted to have Beth on as a guest so I believe that Beth can bring some real value to this episode today. Um, I've followed her and her journey for quite some time now. And what made me kind of click that follow button and why I believe you should too, if you're listening to this and you're not currently following her, um, is that she has been kind of nothing but real throughout her journey. Um, The highs and the lows and to kind of sit back and watch her journey and the amazing progress has just been super inspiring super motivating for me personally and um today really the kind of topics that I want to cover off um with Beth and having her on today is just around kind of social media and the highlight reel that is Instagram um her current journey everything regarding kind of trolls and negativity that can come with social media and having a big following and just kind of her future plans going forward really I'm sure that we may go off onto a tangent. We've already uh, had a bit of a chat before we started recording this and uh, we both like to have a good chat. Um, so yeah, I mean, I'm just apologize in advance if we do. We'll try and keep it as uh, as kind of, uh, keep the flow going, shall we say, as, as much as we can. But um, yeah, that's kind of basically why I wanted Beth on the podcast today and kind of, um, yeah, that's pretty much why and I feel like this episode is going to bring quite a lot of value to anybody listening so let's just get right into it let's start with an introduction um, from your lovely self Beth just let everyone kind of know who you are where they can find you on social media I mean if you want to talk a little bit about yourself your current journey anything that you want to share really I'll, I'll hand over to you now Hello, I am the very, very flattered first guest of this podcast. My name is Bethany, probably better known on Instagram as Bethany Leah underscore fits. I think that's probably how most people know me, but everyone else just calls me Beth. Um, I don't see myself as incredibly special. I'm just very plain Jane and completely fitness and health mad. I think if you just asked me like what are my hobbies, I'd say it was just fitness and books really. So yeah, I'm just not very exciting. <laughs> you are very exciting and you should feel very special because firstly, congratulations. I know we were just speaking about this before we hit record, but um, congratulations. Beth has just recently hit a uh, hundred thousand followers on Instagram. Like that is insane. Um, and I know we were briefly just speaking about it, but do you ever just sometimes actually like sit and and think about like that number and the amount of people that do follow you you know what 
being completely honest, 100,000 followers doesn't feel any different to 10,000 followers. I still feel, obviously, because I don't follow, I follow like a couple of hundred people and they're mainly females as well as well so I've got like a very close-knit community so I don't really see anything beyond that so as I've grown over like the past two years I haven't really felt any different I haven't felt any extra pressure or anything that's I mean that's yeah that's that's good that you don't feel that extra pressure be it 10,000 people or 100,000 people at all like when you hit that 100,000 mark how did that honestly make you feel I won't lie I was really excited just because I had like my boyfriend or my friends like my family constantly asking be like have you hit the 100,000 mark yet have you hit the 100,000 mark yet um because I see so many girls that I put on this pedestal and they're all at like 100k so I was thinking god once I get to their level it's gonna feel amazing but honestly I was a little bit excited I was excited because I was like doing giveaways and stuff um but it it doesn't feel any different honestly when I hit that post button on my pictures and things I don't think it's going out to 100,000 accounts I I don't know it's really bizarre to explain what about your your story so do you kind of have any idea roughly on average how many people kind of view your stories well it goes up and down i don't know what's going on with the Instagram algorithm but sometimes it'll be a couple of thousand people more than that below that it just it does not make any sense at all that's mad I I mean it is yeah I mean we're completely different in terms of the numbers game shall we say on Mm. on social media being that I'm currently around 1600 um and I know personally, I mean, I think I've, I think we've had this conversation before, but when I decided to kind of use my Instagram to document my kind of journey, I did debate kind of making like a new Instagram, but I just kind of carried on with my existing one. So mm. I've had like, I, well, I have friends, family, work colleagues, they all follow it. Um, and that is enough in itself to make me feel on edge sometimes um and that's just with 1600 and obviously there's a few people in there that are not I guess close friends family or or work colleagues but um yeah I mean congratulations so so well deserved you mentioned about your giveaways as well so I know you did Mm -hmm. the rider wear one which is finished and I believe the my protein one is is that being announced today or have you announced that yet that is being announced today I'm going to do that tonight yeah that's amazing. Are you doing any others or was it just the rider wear and my protein? It's just going to be those two. I have, um, cause I, I don't normally do giveaways, but I was just thinking, you know what, for the hundred K, um, I'm going to like go big. But I've received like so much hassle from like fake accounts being created. There's like a new one every day. And I'm just like, I realize why people don't do giveaways often because it's just that much hassle with people sending fake messages, fake this, fake that. And I just, I'm so scared about people getting scammed. So I'm just going to give up after this one. <laughs> oh, no. That, yeah, that's such a shame, isn't it? Because I know mm. I was sending you some screenshots of some of these fake accounts that were being made. And I mm. guess, like, you don't want to feel like your kind of giveaway is a result of somebody then getting scammed. Like, it's not your fault at all. But it's just yeah. mad that people even go in and do that, to be honest. But anyway, congratulations again. Thank Amazing. you. Amazing. So so, um, the first kind of, I guess, 
topic, if you like, that I kind of wanted to go into was around social media and I suppose Instagram very much being a, a highlight reel. Um, and I mentioned earlier that a reason why I love following you and your journey is because of how real you are. Um, and I feel like you have a really great balance of really sharing the good and the bad. Firstly, do you agree with that comment? Do you feel like you've got a good balance of, of that good and bad side of, of your journey? Um, I think I have improved um, but I think a couple of months back, I definitely didn't have a very good balance. I'd say I'm probably 85, 90% there now. But obviously a couple of months back, I was just, I feel like I was hiding everything. All of the low moments, I was maybe sharing a little bit, but I was sugarcoating everything because I don't know. I just, when I'm like in balls of tears or I've got upset about this or angry about that, or in, I'm in like a really, really awful place. I don't think to pick up my phone and like record this moment or take note of this moment. So maybe I'll post about it a couple of days after. But I think even ourselves, we sugarcoat our own emotions when we try and think back on it. So I was never giving the full story. It wasn't intentional. I wasn't being like, we need to like hide this from the world. It was just what was happening. So, but I have got better, better at it now. And I think a lot of people have seen that. Yeah, a hundred percent. I've definitely noticed that. And um, I guess, I mean, I don't know what the right word is. Maybe I'm a bit in awe of the fact that you're quite good with that now, because I mean, for me recently, as you know, and for anybody listening mm. to this, I've recently taken obviously a bit of time off myself just from social media. And um, I have really struggled because I have always set out from day one for my social media, my journey to be a positive place, a positive platform, but also one that I want to be real. So I, although I get we only show kind of like the good bits and stuff, I think for me, like, I don't kind of just want it to constantly be a positive place where I'm at risk of losing myself, which is where you sort of mentioned around, you know, um, pretending to kind of and and not pretending as such but sugarcoating it because by constantly being positive on social media even when you're not that's just going to have a massive effect on like your own mental health um yeah and I I guess I have worried about being negative and not even negative I guess but being open and honest with how I'm really feeling in that moment because I'm worried that I'm going to come across and people are going to be like, oh God, she's moaning again. And do you know, things like that. But, mm. but then I think to myself, well, hold on a minute. Like I'm literally maybe reading a caption that Beth has just posted whereby maybe something's not got, gone quite to plan, but I'm not reading that in a negative way. I, I'm mm. reading that and going, wow, like this is relatable. How would you feel for anybody like, or how would you express, I guess, for anybody listening that maybe is a bit like me that is struggling to not hide the fact that maybe they're struggling or going through something in life that is maybe, you know, giving them a bit of distress mm-hmm. and not that that positivity that they normally bring to social media. How would you kind of, I guess, express for them that it's okay to kind of be real and honest without coming across as such a, a negative Nelly if you like if that makes any sense at all I know exactly what you mean the amount of times you see people posting and be like I'm they apologize beforehand they're like I'm sorry for being so negative I'm sorry 
for like putting this out there all the time but you yourself never view them as like a negative Nancy so I understand where you're coming from and I think sometimes when you start writing that caption with the intention of sharing your feelings because we're like both ramblers (laughs) like the caption ends up like a paragraph long you haven't even got enough space and then I don't know about you but I just end up deleting the whole thing until I can decide how to condense it but a lot of the times our feelings can't be condensed and that is normally where I just hop on the stories and I just start talking to the camera instead of writing because I could write for days I think we all could when it comes to our feelings but I think it's so important because you're going to find at least one person even if you've got 500 followers there's going to be one person that is feeling the exact same way that you're feeling in that moment, or they may have felt it yesterday or last week, and you're going to make one person feel better. And I think if you remember that, it's always going to be worth it. It's always going to be worth sharing and like being an open book. So it's going to help someone else. Yeah, absolutely. And I think I that is definitely something that I need to learn to be better at. I'm very conscious that especially in the last few weeks for me personally, I don't want to necessarily have to share what is or isn't going on, but certainly just to be honest about my feelings about it, I think would be, you know, not like you say, not only beneficial for yourself so that you're not going insane, (laughs) but um, Mm. to to potentially help others. And you're quite right about the captions on Instagram. There's been many a time I'll be on my notes on my phone. I'll be writing it. And then it's like, Oh, it's too long. Short horror. (laughs) And, um, I can't condense it. And that's another reason as to why I I started this podcast was to be able to have a platform where I could, I guess, just talk. Um, I guess it's just about using it in the right way really, isn't it? Yes, I completely agree. I think that is the one thing that I feel holds me back on Instagram. There's never a caption long enough. And when you're recording your stories, you can only do like six at a time. And once you've done like a couple of videos, you're thinking, oh, I don't want to be like filling up people's stories with just my face and my voice. So then I'll delete them all or stop it. So I do agree. I think like a podcast is like a perfect outlet. A hundred percent. Yeah. And it's felt like therapy for me, like even recording like my first episode, I I felt like I'd been in a therapy session. It was quite, Mm -hmm. yeah, it was therapeutic. Um, I quite enjoyed it. So long may, may that continue, um, for sure. But yeah, I, I know what you mean about the Instagram stories as well. Like I'm always conscious when I do go on and talk, I don't know about you, but sometimes I'll be like re-recording it a million times until like again can condense it into what I want to say in the quickest amount of time possible um but I've even then held back I I want to share something but then I end up not even putting anything out because I'm like a condensed version doesn't justify what I'm trying to say and but at the same time I don't want to post 20 million stories of me just rambling it's so it's so difficult to find that balance and I guess to come across in the way that you want it to Yes, I do completely agree. I think we're always scared about taking up too much of people's time, taking up too much space, etc. And I don't know why we do it. I wish we'd just say screw it because I would happily sit and watch 20 videos of you talking and I know you do the same for me. So I don't know why we worry about it so much. Yeah, I know. And I think I think when you do put yourself out there so much on social media, regardless of if you're like me and you've got 1,600 followers or yourself that's got 100,000, you've got a public Instagram, you're putting yourself out there and people are listening to what you're saying. But mm. at the same time, those people have chosen to follow you. 
they followed yeah. you for a reason and I think we just probably need to kind of get uh better at well I certainly need to get better at just going do you know what there is an unfollow button so if I ever say or do yeah. something you know not making any same way as I said in this podcast when I started this I'm not making anybody listen to it same way as I'm not making anybody follow me and we're not making anybody follow you so yeah absolutely I do feel like though when when it comes to like my platform and like posting even though you say I've got 100,000 followers it still only feels like it's going out to a small fitness bubble it doesn't feel like it's been even though it's been posted to the whole world it just feels like I'm posting it to my little bubble and it's staying there and like no one else can find it that's weird (laughs) I mean whilst I don't have anywhere near as much of a following as you I get what you're saying because probably similar in the sense that you'll get like the same people comment on your post like on your post you'll probably have very similar people sort of dm you when you post certain stories and and you kind of just have like you say your little bubble of people and I certainly have that probably on a on a smaller scale potentially but I I get what you mean about that and so yeah I mean I I had somebody um I'm not gonna say but I had somebody literally a couple of days ago say tell me that they listened to my podcast and it was someone that I just had not expected at all I have no issue with with that it's open it's mm. out there for people to see but when people say that to me I'm like oh oh my god wow mm-hmm. um like flattered but you kind of just go god yeah I forget like it is very much uh I'm very much putting myself out there regardless of the amount of people that follow you you know um yeah yeah mad absolutely <clears throat> But no, I'm, I'm really glad we kind of covered that around um, around that kind of sharing the highs and the lows and, and doing it in the right way. It's been really nice to kind of hear your thoughts regarding that. And it's definitely made me um, take, if I take anything away from this, it will be that I just need to, to do it because, you know, like you say, people are following you for a reason. And it's yeah. a case of, I know how I feel, like when I've watched your stories and you've opened up about something that I find relatable, you know, I think whenever we're going through potentially something quite negative in our lives or something that's maybe affecting us emotionally or or whatever it could be, you always sometimes tend to feel like you're the only one. So when you hear somebody else that's maybe struggling or going through something, you can in a way maybe find some comfort in that. Um, So yeah, thank you for kind of sharing your thoughts on that. So what I'd like to do now is I just want to read out your most recent Instagram caption, if that's okay with you. Um, Yes, go ahead. (laughs) So Beth posted um, an amazing photo this morning. Um, Absolutely amazing. And um, this is is the caption that that Beth wrote. And I just want to read it out um, because I mentioned this to Beth before we started recording, but I kind of read it myself this morning and it kind of made me um, (laughs) well up a little bit. So I'll apologize if I start emotionally crying on you guys (laughs) in a minute. But um, yeah, let me just read this caption and then we'll we'll go into it. So Beth says, this isn't a diet. This is altering habits and replacing them with healthier ones. This is 12 weeks of feeding my body in a way that prevents me from binging on thousands of calories multiple times a week. It's a slow process that requires you not giving up on yourself. It's not a diet. It's a lifestyle change. It's not cutting a single thing out. Cookie dough each week. You've got it. Taking it slow, eating as much as I can, 
trying to maintain as much muscle as I can, being in a small overall weekly deficit, aiming for a balanced mindset and gradual and sustainable weight loss. We're in this for the long term. What a powerful caption. I mean, me personally reading that, I, well, I mentioned I welled up, which I did. And uh, I know, I know I commented on it and, and you commented back and uh, just sheer happiness uh, to just to see you really and, and everything that you're sort of, uh, you know, that you're achieving. But in terms of your current journey, I mean, I want you to just talk about whatever you're comfortable to talk about. But if you wouldn't mind kind of just talking us through your kind of current journey where you currently are the struggles that you've had in terms of whatever you feel comfortable to allow to talk about and um and kind of where you are right now with everything so I'll kind of just hand over to you really to kind of I guess to explain as well to anybody that doesn't follow you for example okay well I could absolutely talk for days on this topic but basically I have always struggled with food since I was a kid I have always been known as like the eater like in the friendship group I was just the one like couldn't wait to get to the chocolate cake couldn't wait to consume this like when there was like a buffet I was the first one in line it's just been like a running joke throughout my life because I've just absolutely loved food um so I've sort of suffered I didn't really understand that it was maybe disordered eating I just knew that I loved food but obviously like going through high school I always ate more than other people, but it was in a different kind of way, as in it was grab as much as you can as quick as possible and eat as much of it as quickly as you can without people seeing. And it was just normal to me. And we just did this for a very long time. And I've tried to combat it with different diets throughout the past how many years obviously like as soon as I joined the gym got into fitness you learn more about macronutrients micronutrients like we all downloaded my fitness pal (laughs) started from there and it did work on and off for a long time but it's sort of I'd be really healthy in the week and then it'd get to Saturday I'd do my gym session and then I would go across the road to Tesco do my food shop and I would buy absolutely everything and it got to the point right I couldn't even wait till I got home to eat it I'd be like eating it in the car eating it on the drive home like I'd eat a whole pack of fudge just in like the five minutes it took me to get home so it's sort of it's just stemmed from there really it's been like this for years and I've just sort of tried to balance my weight out by trying various diets um then I think it was January 2019 I think or 2020 2020 sorry so I got a coach called Abby and for two months I did really well really well like I was just eating balanced and I was absolutely smashing it but then I worked with her for two months and then it ended and then the pandemic started and I just completely lost control the diet had like ended and I went straight to Tesco and I bought the biggest box of donuts I could get and I was like stressed because the world was just going absolutely mental so I was just eating and eating and eating and eating and I gained so much weight so quickly and you can look back at like videos and pictures on me from that time and I do look so puffy I don't recognize myself everything looks tight 
it's just it wasn't a good time um but we tried to cope obviously like we had the gym taken off us and that was really difficult and I'd sort of like one week I'd do really well the next week I'd like completely lose control and it was just like a complete yo-yo really and then it came to June and my nan passed away and that was I mean it was like the worst thing I've ever had to go through but it was the first time I sort of realized that food wasn't going to make it better like I had the urges but I was like there's literally nothing I could order myself or go and buy myself that's going to make me feel any better so at that point I had sort of started to eat better because I just I didn't fancy anything I this was the first time that my body didn't want to eat so that was like a proper shock to the system but then sort of like gyms opened back up life went sort of semi back to normal we were in jail we were able to enjoy like a few things and then it just started again and it was just stress on stress on stress of sort of uncertainty with everything with my job with just absolutely everything so it started again and I was just eating more and more every weekend and it got to I think it was a Saturday night and I'd been secret eating all day my partner didn't know he was here like living with me I'd been doing it secretly all day and it got to about nine ten o'clock at night and I was like painting the wall at the time like I'd been downstairs all day like painting going back to the kitchen eating something else coming back and painting and he came down and I just burst into tears and I was just like I can't do this anymore I kept repeating this phrase it sounds so silly but I was just like I am not fitness I am not fitness at all. People keep thinking that I am the epitome of fitness. And I was just like, I'm not fitness. Like, I'm just lying to everyone. I felt like a complete fraud. I just felt awful because I just felt like all these people were looking at me and like liking me, like how you look at me and how you really like me as a person. I'm thinking I'm just lying to everyone um, because I just wasn't sharing how much I was eating. I'd say, oh, I, I fell off the wagon a bit this weekend but how do you describe to people how much you're consuming if you don't really remember yourself because that is like um, a major sort of factor of sort of disordered eating when you consume a lot you couldn't even tell people what you'd eaten or how many calories or whatever so I sort of like shared everything with him he he knew what I was like anyway just he didn't realize it had got this bad and like how I was hiding it so I think it was about two weeks after that I got a message off Abby on Instagram and she didn't know what how bad it was but I think she could tell that something wasn't right and she was like I think I, I think I need to help you I think my coach can give you some assistance and that's when I just emptied everything onto her basically and told her how bad it really was and what was really happening so I was just like right okay so I just sort of saw Shannon as a sort of solution so as soon as I started working with her at the start I completely panicked she gave me like this meal plan and I was just like I'm not going to survive three days on this this is not going to even benefit me I'm just going to like keep binging because at this point I couldn't even make it past Tuesday without binging 
normally I could make it to Saturday but no as soon as I got that like 20% off message from Just Eat I was on it ordering pizza and cookie dough and absolutely everything but literally as soon as I started working with Shannon I was just like right this is your chance now you've got a chance and we can't fuck this up I wasn't even cared about disappointing myself I didn't want to disappoint anyone because I shared on Instagram and everything so I thought I've got to keep this up just for like everyone else thankfully sort of going into my journey further I am now doing it for myself but yeah I don't know I feel like I rambled a bit then but if there's anything you want to ask (laughs) no I, I I was just very grateful to sit and listen to what you were comfortable to open up and and share. So firstly, thank you for just opening up a little bit about kind of your journey. And um, I think for anybody listening, it's, you know, I could have kind of butted in and asked a few questions here and there, but I just wanted to give you that, that opportunity to, to kind of speak through your, I guess, journey and, and kind of where you, where you currently are. So thank you. Cause I know that that's, I know you're very open and real on your Instagram anyway, but um, yeah, I'm conscious that, you know, I do really appreciate you being, um, so open and honest as well. Um, I guess for me, and I think one of the biggest things that I've realized is, um, me, myself, I've also struggled with, um, food. Um, I don't really know if I'm honest to kind of what extreme that, that would be, but I guess one of the biggest things I've realized um, from following people like yourself and others out there is that there's a difference between just stuff in your face and going, oh yeah, I, I, I binge, I binge to actually having a binge eating disorder. There is, there is a difference um, to just someone that goes, okay, yeah, I'm going to, you know, scoff a pack of biscuits to someone like that potentially feels completely out of control in fact, I think there's even, you know, from research I've done, not memory loss, but that definitely that picture of going, I don't even remember eating that. I couldn't tell you how much I've ate. Um, and, and there's a lot of obviously things that, that I guess come, come with that. But I guess my question to, to you would be, when is it that you kind of, I guess, pinpointed the fact that it was something more than just generally having a bit of a pig out and it was actually a case of okay this this is something I guess serious and I I have got a binge eating disorder when was it that you either realized that or if that makes sense I think that I've known for a very long time it's just I never wanted to put a physical label on it and say that to someone because then I didn't want to be like oh what I'm the girl with like the disordered eating if you know what I mean um and I I also didn't think it was that serious in my own head because every week I was just like we're gonna fix ourselves it's not as big as you're making it out to be we're gonna fix this I'm gonna be normal but then obviously every weekend it just wouldn't be and I think it was just like when I'd eat till I was painfully full and I mean like so painful like I get shoulder pains like in this shoulder because I am that physically full and I'm thinking if you're spending your Saturday night sitting there in floods of tears obviously it's not just the fact that you've eaten a few extra pieces of pizza it's the fact that you've eaten multiple pizzas etc etc and like you said the fact that you can't remember what you've eaten because it was just done in like a mad panic 
And it also just feels like someone else is taking over your brain and you can't logically make any decisions for yourself. Yeah, completely. And I know there have been times myself that I think for me, supermarkets are, uh, are <laughs> very hard. Um, the chocolate aisle or any aisle that's got any special offers on. And I've almost at times had this urge of seeing something and then just needing to have it there and then. There's no explanation. I wouldn't have even got it back into my car and it's already been scoffed. Um, and I think as well, there comes an element of secret eating, as you mentioned. I mean, um, luckily I'm in a place now where that that isn't the case, but I've certainly been there myself. I mean, something I've never shared really with anybody and I've only shared with one person actually is um, back in um, in a previous relationship, I used to pop to the local shop to get milk, bread. And uh, I'd also, whilst I was there, pick something up, absolutely demolish it in my car, hide the wrappers or what have you, and then go in and pretend I've not had X, Y, and Z and eat that and some so I then have my dinner and everything else as well and Mm. I think when you start hiding it and when it becomes that uncontrollable like something is just taken over you've got you know you might not even be hungry there's not it's not you know it's 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 just absolutely crazy and I'm sure there will be people listening to this potentially that may be going through something exactly like the journey that you've had um or you know something similar at all I mean from I guess kind of your journey and where you currently are now for anybody that is listening that potentially is going through something similar what kind of advice would you give to someone that maybe is struggling that maybe kind of like you say they've they've known for a while deep down um is there any kind of advice that you would give or steps for that person to to maybe take that could hopefully get them to kind of where your mindset currently is and is, is kind of going to as well? I think first thing is you need to talk to people. You need to find people, not necessarily who are suffering the same thing as you, although I think that'd really help. But I feel like privileged in the position that I am because we've got like lots of connections to lots of different people. It's very easy to find other people that are suffering the same thing as you. But if I didn't have Instagram, etc. It would just be me and my partner. And I don't think you can fully understand any sort of eating disorder unless you've experienced yourself or you've, do you know what I mean? So the first thing is I'd speak to someone just to get it off your chest. So it isn't a secret anymore. It isn't something that you're trying to hide because I feel like that's a lot of pressure. Um, Secondly, at least for me anyway, I wasn't eating enough in the week. And this was the problem. We were in sort of like a a binge restrict cycle. I'd like binge, then try and restrict. I'd binge even more. We'd try and restrict even more to make up for the damage that I'd done. And that is why it got worse and worse. And it just escalates so quickly. So I think the second thing is just try and eat more. Obviously, sometimes it isn't about how much you're eating. Sometimes it is about sort of stressful situations whether you've got a stressful job stressful home life stressful relationship I think we all have different triggers so I think it's important to sort of find your trigger and then if you can reduce it or remove it that'd be like my top sort of three obviously you could spend hours talking about it and sort of dissecting 
why we do these things, how we can stop it. But I think they're sort of like the three main ones. No, that that's amazing. And I, I again, thank you for kind of sharing your experience and you know your tips for anyone that that is listening and you know just to kind of echo off the back of what you've said there if you are listening to this and you know you're kind of resonating with anything that that Beth has said and kind of feeling maybe that potentially you know you yourself are in a similar position and you don't quite know what to do then you know hopefully those sort of tips there that that Beth has kind of you know kindly mentioned you know will help will help you in some way but I I agree talking is is probably got to be the first step and I guess admitting that there is something that you potentially need to like you say get off your chest and um I guess it's like that with anything isn't it talking is yeah it's definitely going to be the first step for sure um obviously now I mean that caption this morning amazing amazing progress you have made um it's just made me so happy to 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 see and um obviously you mentioned that you're working with with Shannon your your coach Mm. so just talk a little bit around around that really kind of um what was it that made you decide to to choose Shannon as as your coach and um I guess just really kind of your experience and journey with that because that seems from what I've seen from the outside looking in to have had an absolutely an amazing impact on kind of where you are right now so first initially it was sort of looking at Abby and seeing how she was able to progress and she was sort of sort of that like beacon of light for me being like I can change I can be be normal like there is hope for me if you know what I mean so that was like the initial why I wanted to work with Shannon and then I had like a initial like FaceTime call with her and I basically just like unloaded everything off to her and just everything she was giving me back was sort of like filling me with hope filling me with understanding and positivity and sort of after that call I was just like right it's all that it's either now or never we're just gonna have to go for it but I was also like so used to failure so I was just like, if this doesn't work, then like, whatever. I've tried so many times anyway. So what is one more failure in the book? So I was just sort of feeling like I had nothing left to lose, if you know what I mean. So I just sort of like jumped in the deep end. And it sounds like, and it's certainly, I mean, it sounds like from what you've just said there, but also from kind of listening to you over the last few, you know, few months and your journey with Shannon is that I think if you have any coach for any type of reason, um it's it comes down to that connection and annoyingly sometimes you don't necessarily know what that's going to be like until you're in it until you're working with that coach I mean everything can look great you know they can um with certain coaches have these amazing plans and everything all looks amazing but until you're actually being coached by that person I think it's so important that you gel and that kind of whatever your objective is you know be that working on disordered eating be that losing weight gaining weight you know whatever your priority is I think unless you kind of gel with your coach you're not going to get get those results but it sounds from what you've said that certainly the relationship that you have with Shannon has probably had a tremendous impact on kind of where you are right now absolutely I completely agree I think you need to be able to be honest obviously having this sort of like type of eating we're so used to lying you're so used to hiding it so you need someone to be like uh like you don't feel judged so 
that was sort of we just got on so well and she just filled me with so much positivity that it was almost infectious so I was just like you know if it doesn't work with you then it's not gonna work ever so <laughs> I was just yeah I was just ready to go good I mean yeah for someone that has been following your journey as I say it has been absolutely like amazing to see but I think it's it, you know the best thing for me for someone just taking myself outside for someone that just you know follows you without the kind of relationship that that we've built via Instagram is just to see the journey the good the bad and and all aspects of that which I think you are so great at sharing and um, I think for anybody that is struggling you know you are an absolute inspiration and role model to anybody that potentially is going through something like that so um, yeah just well done you I mean I'm super proud of you. I'm sure you and all your like closest loved ones like your boyfriend and stuff must be super proud. How, how is your, I know you mentioned like, you know, it is, it is hard. I think for anybody, no matter what it is in life, but if we're, if we're talking about, I guess, disordered eating, like you say, it's very hard for somebody to understand it unless you've been through it yourself. And you can put that into any context, I guess, but as we're obviously talking about this, um, you mentioned that I think from conversations we ha- we've had before, correct me if I'm wrong, but your boyfriend's got quite a good relationship with food. So potentially, you know, he might not fully understand it, but it sounds like, you know, being that he's your long-term boyfriend, you live together. It sounds like you've got a good support system there. How much would you say that's helped you? It has helped me so much. Honestly, I cannot praise him enough for how much he's helped me over the past like 12 weeks it's because you're already fighting your own your own mind it's as if you've got like two people inside your head one telling you to eat everything and then the other one trying to think logically that have someone else there who can physically like take the chocolate bar out of my hand because like my, my coach can't be here to take the chocolate off me she can't be there to be like you're not picking that up in Tesco we're not buying this you're not having this she can only advise and encourage and support whereas he can physically be there and be like that's not a good idea and I might get like angry at him sometimes for like (laughs) denying me the food that I wanted but then half an hour later when sort of like the red mist has gone I'm like okay yeah I'm like really glad that I've got him but sort of like seeing how proud obviously like all my friends and like everyone is like really proud of me but he is so so proud of me so it's like obviously I don't want to let myself down but I don't want to let anyone else down and seem like a failure but it is really helpful to have him because he's like he'll eat anything like he just <laughs> eats when he wants to and then stops when he's full and I like I think that's just like so bizarre to me because like I've, I don't experience that ever so he just sort of like goes along with the flow of me whatever I want to eat he'll eat it too whatever snacks I keep in the house he'll just eat them as opposed to buying his own chocolate and it being like a temptation for me he just goes along with what works for me and to like support me best really that's you know that's absolutely amazing I mean what more could you ask for he sounds like a great support system a great boyfriend um and and you're right you know it's all well and good having a coach an amazing coach at that one that you get on with that you gel with but they aren't there with you Um, so also to have someone that is there, that is also on the same just wavelength as you, it sounds like you've got, I don't want to say the perfect setup because what is perfect, but you've definitely got an ideal setup for sure. And 
yeah, I mean, th- that's amazing in itself. So yeah, um, I'm just so, I'm just so, you can probably see it myself, but I'm just so, um, yeah, just happy, happy for you. Um, so happy. And uh, it's just been so nice just to, to follow your journey, really. So, yeah. <laughs> so I feel like we've covered off quite a little bit there around kind of your journey. And I guess kind of what is, I guess the majority of what you document really around like on your social media and, and your, and your account and things like that. Um, one thing I kind of also wanted to go into is I know we've touched on the big a hundred thousand and with social media and with being open, I'm, you know, I'm no idiot. And I know that that does come with, unfortunately, I don't know if you want to call them trolls or or what have you and and people that can be just negative. Um, I'm interested to kind of know, like, have you experienced that on any level, be that either with people that you actually know personally or be that just complete random Internet warriors? I don't know what you want, like trolls. Um, First of all, have you have you experienced that in your time of kind of putting yourself out there on social media? I think, thankfully, I have managed to avoid the trolls. I've never received any sort of really, really nasty messages, or at least not, like, regarding, like, my appearance or anything. I think I've had, like, a few just, like, rude ones just being, like, if I've done, like, before and after pictures or something like that, they'll just be like, well, all you you did was get fat. And then that was it. So I think like the worst thing I've been called really is just like fat. And on the internet, that is like nothing, isn't it really? Um, I'm trying to think. I received, I think the only time like I was ever like a little bit upset was um, when like all the Black Lives Matter like protests were going on and everyone was using their social media platforms to post about it. And that was actually the day before my nan passed away. So I received one or two nasty messages for not posting about it, but they didn't know that I was actually in the hospital, like with my nan who was passing away. So that upset me a little bit, but it was just like the frame of mind I was in. And I've just, that was literally the only thing I've ever received. Luckily, I think I've just managed to avoid people like that, thankfully. (laughs) No, that that's that's really good. And and I mean, in terms of people that know you personally outside of social media, has there been any negativity or comments for you p- doing what you like to do and posting on social media? Well, in terms of like friends, they're all so supportive, like they're always hyping me up and commenting on my pictures and like they support me through everything work friends I haven't actually told a single person at work they haven't got a clue they're all like 50 years and older and they don't even understand what it means to like lift weights in a gym they just think I'm like a cardio bunny that wears bright colored leggings and that (laughs) is that's who I am to them so I've never mentioned Instagram at all and because none of them are on it it doesn't really matter I don't think who else like obviously like I know people from like high school and like people I used to go to school with mm. I think a few of them have like found my profile but if they've ever had bad things to say it's never made it back to me I assume 
like some of them have probably said horrendous things but I've never heard anything any of it so I'm trying to think I think my mother um sometimes questions the amount of skin I show if I ever (laughs) but that's sort of like the only thing (laughs) well I'm glad that you've not really experienced any kind of really bad negative kind of trolls or anything like that um yeah I'm, I'm glad I'm glad that you've not experienced that um because I can imagine you know when you do put yourself out there I know mm. you know you'll get people that go well you've kind of like asked yourself for it well no you haven't um at all so I'm I'm pleased that pleased that you haven't um really had to experience anything like that so but I feel like after a few days of like posting a picture I will not go and check the comments so if a picture does get like a few thousand likes then I'm just like right I'm not going to read any more comments just in case because I am quite scared if I do so happen to see a really bad one that it might not my confidence because I feel like I don't do very well when it comes to criticism I don't think yeah and like you say you know I'm sure I'm sure there's people that have uh, said things behind my back it wouldn't surprise wouldn't surprise me at all but at the end of the day like I mean you're not doing anything to hurt anybody you know uh, and you're doing something that that makes you happy um I love the comment about your mum about <laughs> too much like skin um I think that's quite that's quite funny I've always been a bit co- like this is the thing I forget about who follows me and then like I might post something maybe again <laughs> could probably put some more clothes on potentially <laughs> and then I'm like oh yeah I forget that they're gonna see that um <laughs> it's quite funny really I just feel like because all I really follow is women I just feel like I'm surrounded by a community of women so when I see a woman's body it's just a woman's body I don't see it sexually ever so I feel like I'm allowed to do the same because I don't feel like any of our bodies is being seen sexually but then I check like my following percentage and when I see like it's 87 percent male I'm like wow like wait mm. okay okay hold on so 87 percent of your followers are male that's really that's really interesting I mean not that I wouldn't have have thought that but um it's mad isn't it I don't know if you saw my story recently I looked at my like last podcast episode and actually I've got a higher percentage of male listeners on that one than, than female but I guess, you know, I'm, I'm quite flattered that, that men would even want to listen to me <laughs> or my podcast. Um, yeah, I mean, that, that is a, that's a high percentage of men, isn't it? When I guess you're not actively targeting females, but I guess from, again, from an outside looking in, I would have put money on you've got a bigger female following than male. Honestly, I thought completely the same. It's just, I'd like not been looking any sort of statistics at all and I hadn't checked it for months and months and months so only when I saw someone else do the same I was thinking oh maybe I'll just have like a quick look at my analytics and just like see and because all I'm ever interacting with are females I only ever talk to women I'm only ever liking women's pictures like and I thought it was the same for me so when I saw 87% and most of them are apparently from America as well I think and I was just really surprised I mean yeah I mean you're gonna get like the <laughs> It's, it always goes the way, right? Probably going off on a bit of a tangent here. 
but you're going to get your females that follow you that support you hype you up they'll be the ones liking your photos and commenting and then (laughs) just from own experience in the past but men are the ones that don't like don't comment but send your photo in a dm to you going wow and I'm (laughs) you know what I mean I'm like so the 87 odd percent of men that follow you are just I guess probably like the lurking in the background um (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah I do agree like I never sort of like receive nasty comments but I do receive like a lot of like sexually rude ones from men and I try and sort of like delete them quickly and like whenever I do check my messages there are like a few like gross ones in there so I'm assuming that's what's making up my following (laughs) (laughs) and I was going to say actually on that on that note that I've seen you kind of either talk about on your story or share like certain dms that you've received and um yeah I think just as a female in general I think any female listening to this can probably relate to that your most females have always received some form of creepy dm I know I know I have (laughs) but um yeah that's interesting really interesting actually about um about the the amount of men that 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 do follow you I mean how how do you feel about about that like does that how does that make you feel I don't know really because I see the number and it's still it doesn't seem real um when I post a picture I don't I think oh I'm I'm sending this to like a whole bunch of men it's just (laughs) I don't know it it doesn't really make sense to me and it doesn't the analytics don't display what I'm seeing and doing. So I don't know. I've just, anything numbers was on Instagram just goes straight over my head at, at the moment. Like unless I could see them physically in front of me, it doesn't mean anything. It's mad, isn't it? Because like you say, when I saw the statistics for the, the podcast, it, it didn't make sense to me because the people that were sharing it, that were sending me a message about it were all female. Okay, the odd male here and there that maybe is like a close friend of mine or something like that. But um, yeah, so when I saw that actually more men had listened to it than, than females, yet no men were kind of actively sharing that or messaging me directly to say that they listened to it. It does make you think, doesn't it, around kind of people are watching, people are listening. They might not necessarily be um, actively making you aware of that. But um, yeah, food for thought, interesting anyway. Um but anyway, my point on the whole trolls and negativity thing, I'm just glad that you've not really had to kind of experience that as such, which is um, which is good. Um, so future plans. I'm interested to know. I mean, divulge as much as you do or don't want to. But I think one thing I do see around a lot of people that do post on social media and um, and I guess kind of create content in, in some form. I mean, is there anything in the pipeline that you're looking to kind of achieve that maybe isn't in line with like your, your regular kind of nine till five, or is there anything that you're kind of hoping to, to kind of do? I would genuinely love to be able to step away from my job and do something that is social media focused just because especially at the moment, I don't know whether it's lockdown, but I am enjoying it so much but I can never put my finger on what I actually want to do. I just know that I enjoy, I love fitness and I love posting and I love interacting, but I never, I don't know. I've always seen it as a hobby, always seen it as just like my little thing 
on the side that I just do because it's like a bit of fun like I know like a lot of people are like going into careers with this and I still see it it's just like my little little bit of fun so no I haven't really got especially at the moment I feel like it's so difficult to make any sort of plans but like on a personal level like my whole big plan for this year was just like getting my house finished and then just hoping to get back to the gym really I mean your house looks unreal by the way I can see for someone that also is quite house proud I can see the amount of effort time money that has gone into your your house and it's absolutely stunning um if you do go and follow Beth um or if you're not already then you need to check out um because you have a home account as well don't you I see that you yes you post on there I thought do you want to share that do I say that you I mean you you can if you want it's it's completely down to you well I was gonna say I do have a home account that's called the Sylvester home just because this was such a big project and we wanted to document it somewhere um it wasn't with any real intentions just I wanted somewhere to put the pictures um and because we've been doing it for so long it has been such a sacrifice I feel like I've lost a piece of my soul to this house (laughs) but yeah no we've absolutely loved it and it has been it came at a perfect time really with like lockdown and stuff we've really been able to focus and sort of give us purpose yeah I mean it's it's definitely like you say something that you can do and together as a couple and yeah if you're interested in kind of I guess home inspo and home accounts on Instagram then you definitely need to go and check out Beth's because I mean your kitchen is like my idea of a heaven kitchen like honestly I'm literally like yeah un, unreal and I are you currently in I mean I know people listening to this can't see but you're currently in like your dressing room type of spare room dressing room type of thing am I right yes I call it my beauty room beauty yeah it, it was said sarcastically at the start and now it's sort of just stuck <laughs> um yeah I always wanted just a room that was just like my space no one else is really pretty and as girly as I wanted it to be so it is, it's turned out exactly how I wanted it. I just, this was like our first house that we could do absolutely anything we wanted with it. So we, we really have done. And obviously like my partner being a carpenter and a lot of like our family and relatives being in the trade, it's been a lot easier for us than it would be for like most average couples. So we've been able to like go big or go home. So it's been a lot of stress and it is like so much hard work, like, you don't even realise how bloody difficult it is to renovate a home, but it's been so worth it and it is like the most rewarding thing ever. So when like you asked me like, like what's for the future, I haven't even had time to have hobbies <laughs> other than fitness because I was literally like training in the morning, go to work, come home and then do stuff on the house and I didn't really have any other life. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, your house is is stunning um and in regards to kind of I guess like the the future plans and things like that I I feel the same as you I know we've discussed this before about Instagram just being quite a hobby it's something I definitely enjoy the same with this podcast you know I I, I've mentioned I have a full-time job um you know but I think it's great to kind of be a bit more create have that creative side and um I'm sure that whilst you may not have anything right now um I'm sure that 
once potentially you find something that you're really passionate about because I think that's the most important thing I think you see a lot of people on social media that that do something just because they feel like they need to kind of do it because everyone else is doing it and and things like that but I think things will only be successful if it's something that you're genuinely passionate passionate about so you know hats off to you for kind of saying you know like this is a hobby I genuinely enjoy it and you know yes I would love to do something social media related potentially but I want to make sure that I'm like really passionate about whatever that is and that you can kind of put your all into it I guess would that be fair to say yes absolutely like I've never made it a secret that I feel like unfulfilled in my current job oh really it, no I'm it, it gives it gives me like a lot of unnecessary stress and if if the wage was worth it at the end of the month then I'd be like all right but it isn't um and I think that's was the only thing holding my happiness back as well and so looking on Instagram at the moment, there's a lot of people launching a lot of different things. And I do sometimes sit here feeling like, oh, well, well, I'm not doing anything. And like, I wish I could, but nothing feels right at the same time. So if something crops up in the future, I'd never turn it down. But also I'm just sort of like happy, staying chilled, sort of staying secure, especially at the moment. I feel like no one wants to take any sort of risk. So we're all just like, living our plain Jane lives at the moment yeah I I totally totally feel you on that but I mean yeah I'm just um I'll be still following you and still excited to see whether you're just posting because it's your hobby and you love it and you just want to share your journey or whatever you decide to do in the future um I know that I'll still be following you and uh, we'll be excited to go along on whatever kind of journey um that you continue to do or to change up whatever that may be um But I guess really, just to kind of, I guess, wrap it up, really, um, I feel like we've we've kind of discussed a few different topics, really, and kind of covered a few different bits. And I genuinely feel like people will take quite a bit away from this. How do do you feel it's gone? I feel like it's gone really well. I can't believe how chill I feel. I was so nervous at the start. Oh, we both were. We, so we were sat here because um, we're on Zoom and we were kind of just having an initial chat before we obviously hit record and uh, just both talking about how nervous we are. But I said, you know, I didn't want this to be scripted in any way. I kind of wanted it to be a, a chat with a friend. And um, yeah, I, I, and whilst we're on that note, you know, we've met via Instagram, but honestly, like the support that you have genuinely shown me and just from checking in and the voice notes and everything like genuinely, I really do appreciate that. So honestly, thank, thank you so much. And thank you for coming on as well. Oh, you're so welcome. And literally you give me that support right back as well. So it just, I think that's one of the amazing positives of Instagram, how uplifting and supportive it is. I feel like it does get a lot of slack like especially mm-hmm. at the moment with like mental health etc but I have genuinely found a community of people that have always got my back and I, I just think it's amazing I absolutely love it I love every second of it I agree I agree for sure and you know Beth I've said it already but thank you again for coming on today and and just for being so so open with me and I honestly feel that for anybody that that does listen to this episode that they will take so much away from this I know I definitely have I can't thank you enough for coming on um just before I kind of wrap up just remind everybody where they can find you be that your personal or your home account now (laughs) I was gonna say if you're interested in my home account then follow Sylvester Home 
but you can find me on Instagram on my fitness account, which is Bethany Leah underscore fit. That's where I'm like most active and most well-known, I think. So yeah, thank you so much for having me on. It's been so much fun and I'm flattered to be the first guest. So I can't wait to see who else you are. <laughs> my first guest. And you know what? I couldn't have asked for a, a better first guest to make me kind of feel, I was just as nervous. So to make me kind of feel relaxed, this is only my third episode. Um, and yeah, I'm just flattered that, that you even wanted to come on. So guys, you know, do give Beth a follow if you haven't already. I'm going to wrap it up here. Um, thank you so much to those of you that have listened all this way through. I appreciate this. is This has been a long episode, but certainly um, a good one. I hope, I hope that you've enjoyed it just as much as I have um, recording it with Beth. Um, don't forget to kind of subscribe, like, follow. And I know that I would, as I'm sure Beth would as well, just to kind of hear your feedback regarding this episode. Um, if you do follow us on Instagram, be sure to kind of share it to your stories, drop us a message with any feedback. If there's anything that you've like taken away from this, you know, it would just be really great. And, you know, to go forward with this podcast, um, I kind of will rely on your feedback, really. So and as Beth mentioned, excited to see guests in the future. So yeah, I will be sure to have more guests on in the future. Um, and again, don't hesitate to reach out if you have any suggestions on what you'd like to kind of see on here. Um, thanks for listening, guys. And I will catch you all in the next episode.